Hello, everybody. I'm here to give you life so you can lobby for your life. This is a podcast on the intersection between politics, business, and life. International, dealing with Africa, the Caribbean, Latin America, and business investment opportunities that's available. You know, politics affects you on a, a global level, a geopolitical level, your local implications. And our politics right now is having a tremendous effect on our image globally, impacting us locally. And our local politicians are allowing the local, meaning U.S. politicians, allowing our well, say global political leader, our president, to just destroy everything that we have built up over the last, you know, 150 years. So it's important that we um, look at the impact that is taking place in our economy. I know it's a 4% growth, but the, the true number lies beneath that. When you look at the street level, the local level, and look at the employment rate amongst communities of color, communities Latino, Asian, Indian, black, you know, and you take a look at what's really happening on the street level, not on the major international corporations uh, getting significant resources, not the oil money, the um, certain particular agricultural products inflated the numbers this this, uh, cycle. But just the real numbers, how much does it cost the average person to feed their family? And has that ability gone down? We have a certain states reducing the minimum wage. Other states are fighting to increase the minimum wage. And, and to even have a conversation about the minimum wage is ridiculous in this day and age. So your ability to make money, what does that look like? And how does this economy make it easy or hinder you from doing so? How are we viewed by all? You know, we're the laughing stock of pretty much the rest of the world. Germany is the leader of the free world at this point. Russia is the bad guy. North Korea and Iran are two powers teetering on the edge of God knows what nowadays. And we don't even know who their allies are besides our greatest ally, Russia, or is that our greatest enemy? On this administration, everything is blurred. So, um, is America a stable investment these days? What's our bond rating? What's our investment um, capabilities? We have trillions of dollars in debt, and this president continues to add more to it, giving farmers subsidies to make it look like we are actually doing um, well. And the impact of his policies and his political and global shenanigans not having an effect on everyday mom and pop families that are having a hard time finding work and feeding themselves. All this affects your life. It affects you in so many different ways. The quality of life that you live, the ability to make a living, the ability to walk the streets safely as a person of color, man, woman, or child, the amount of police shootings, amount of KKK activity, amount of white uh, nationalists, because they're not supreme at all, white nationalist activity, white extremist terrorist activity amongst our community, is increasing or it's becoming more visible to our uh, mass media that we use our cell phones to film and put out there. So 
The way the politics is affecting us globally is, and locally is making it difficult for us to be able to maintain a living and have a peace of mind. And we need to really check that because our local politicians, we have the ability to reach and speak to every day. We need them to become more active. We need for them to use, be empowered by us to reach out to our state and federal officials and have an impact on what's going on because the power is going to have to come from the grassroots. It's not going to come from the White House down. It's going to come from the grassroots and go up to force the president out of the White House or to do the things they need to do, calm himself down while he's sitting in the White House. So, you know, next we just need to address some of the issues going on internationally. We have elections coming up in the continent of Africa. We have um, issues and instability in uh, Cameroon. We have Mali elections coming up. We have um, DRC elections coming up. We have a uh, new president has been installed in Sierra Leone that um, has uh, looking to make an impact on, on our, his imprint on the international community to basically remove the stigma of Ebola in that region to make it seem like it's, make it sure that we know it's a good investment to invest in um, Sierra Leone and Liberia and the region that suffered tremendously, more so from the PR storm that hit the region versus the actual effect that the Ebola disease was having on the people. I don't even want to get started about the origination of Ebola and other disease that happened to hit the continent. That's for another conversation. So how do we address the issues of um, what's taking place on the continent, really link ourselves to what's going on on the continent to be able to create relationships with uh, the AU, African Union ambassador, and some of the things that she's looking to do, address some of the uprisings in Haiti and throughout the Caribbean where the Haitians are looking for real solutions to what's going on the ground and not allowing this continue NGOs and foreign governments to basically shark ten- um, strong arm them and loan shark them into these high interest loans they can never pay off. Uh, Jamaica's independence is coming up that people are celebrating, but we actually in August, uh, but we actually should be looking at ways to deal with our inflation, our economy, you know, um, that the Caribbean region is small, but they are, can be more unified and work interdependently instead of looking in for the international community to serve as the that their uh, uncle and godfather to pull them out or their rabbi. On this administration, you can see the Trump administration is not going to be a friendly uh, place for them to turn. They're not going to get the kind of assistance, whether it's through ICE, whether it's with uh, foreign aid. It's not going to be as on the previous administrations. This administration is closing the doors and uh, pulling up the bridge and isolating itself from the rest of the world. Um, in reference to the uh, Latin America, you know, we need to look at the opportunities in Panama, Peru, Paraguay. Those are places, pa- uh, Peru, Panama, Paraguay, places that people don't normally talk about. We want to look at Brazil. You know, the Olympics is over and the opportunity in Brazil, everybody flooded there. But what about all the Ecuador, Honduras, Colombia? There's so many opportunities in Latin America that we can actually get involved in. It's closer and larger than it's closer than Africa and larger than the Caribbean. So it's a, it's a bigger market. 
that if you're thinking business and expansion, you can go. You know, we're looking for exits out of this country and into more friendly regions. Uh, some of those countries are welcoming of uh, Americans, particularly people of color, to go in and do um, have a significant impact, particularly as, as we look at the continent. Ghana has been welcoming people, Senegal, Cameroon, uh, Gambia, all these countries. You know, Africa is three and a half times the size of the United States. You know, we can fit almost every other country and continent inside the continent of Africa. So when people say, well, you know, isn't Africa dangerous? Look, Washington, D.C. around the capital is dangerous. You can get mug walking to the White House. But at the same token, you know, Mississippi is not Washington, D.C. and it's dangerous as heck in some parts. You know, Tennessee, California, the U.S. is quite large. It's quite diverse. Africa is three and a half times the size of America. So the opportunity is not what you see on TV, is what you can actually go and research for yourself. So connect with people from the region, connect with the embassy, do your research, connect with the ambassadors and their staff, do your research, talk to people in the area, uh, in the field, and learn about the opportunities because there's tremendous opportunity on the continent. It's the richest, everybody else is there besides you. You know, we African-Americans and folks from the Caribbean are looking at Africa with, you know, relieving the hype that they've been told from the U.S. media. Don't believe that. I've been to probably 13 countries on the continent, and it's phenomenal. We need to connect with the opportunities in Africa. We need to connect and bring our strength, our experience, and humble ourselves. Say, hey, how can I help? What I'm here to you know, assist and find a win, find something that you can do that's going to allow for you to get paid and get paid well to be on the continent. You know, the area for investment, talking about business opportunities, looking at films and tech industry and the movie industry, that industry is expanding beyond Hollywood. It's growing. Everyone wants to say tech and that's what the new next great Microsoft or uh, IBM or what have you. Apple, but the tech industry is very diverse. You know, people are using and coming up with uh, new technologies on their cell phones and smartphones and this, that. And there's a million and five applications out there now to do things. You know, so movies, music, how to distribute, disseminate the film. You know, there's tremendous opportunities in outside of uh, the traditional areas. You know, development, real estate. People are always going to be looking to buy properties. You know, we need to just watch the market, see how the market is going to make sure that we're not going to be buying and the market is slumping. Wait for it to either um, crash and then purchase. When the market levels out, you're back on your feet. But buying at this high high um, cost, high price market could leave us in a situation that we've run through before when we were... I uh, went to 2007 and, and the market crashed at that point in time. So we've been expecting another market crash since that time period and we leveled up 2011, but it's been uh, predicted that's going to happen. So just uh, prepare ourselves. Um, overall, this is just a conversation. There's been topics to highlight and things to talk about. Um, if you want to contact me, uh, Ian Campbell. Email is manchesterreport at gmail.com, manchesterreport, R-E-P-O-R-T, at, man, at gmail, 
com. So I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you guys every so often, once a week at least, and just putting some things out there. Um, the next uh, re- report, next podcast is going to be responding to some of the questions that you raise and uh, inter- interaction that we have by way of uh, email and how do we address whether it's the geopolitical implications that we have. There's tremendous things that we can do, particularly reaching out to our local um, state and federal elected officials, forcing their hand. They're not going to do anything unless we actually force their hand. Um, in the international space, how do we engage Africa, the Caribbean, Latin America? Their business opportunities from you know, magazine, hair care products, shirts and fruits and things of that sort, sort that we can actually um, import and export to these countries. Let's figure out ways to make that happen. We have some ideas and talk to some of the business people, put together a trade investment summit and you know, identifying how much it's going to cost, what are the opportunities, make it happen. We're going to put together a conference in uh, Baltimore in the next um, several weeks. There's a Congressional Black Caucus that's coming up and doing several events during that time period. So let me know your interest. We can get together and have some discussions and work out ways to move forward. Investment opportunities. There's uh, a million and one people who have a million and one projects looking to get funded. And there are not as many people with money looking for opportunities. I helped to put the two in a room, work out ways to develop and come up with ways that people will benefit and um, we started working together so there are opportunities across the country and internationally that we can take advantage of projects globally that we need to work towards getting um, the funding for or getting individuals connected to other individuals that can um, help them find the resources to make their their dreams a reality so that's all I have I've been um I've been uh, out here for some time and decided to reach out directly to the folks and no longer operate behind the scenes because that is my forte, making things happen without leaving any fingerprints. Uh, Ian Campbell, you can look me up on um, mganda.global. That's our website. Uh, email again is manchesterreport at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you, talking to you, and having a meaningful exchange with you. So it's been a pleasure, and I look forward to hearing from all of you.